baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning. It is 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Tuesday, November 22nd, two days before Thanksgiving. We've got our full weather forecast on the way. Currently in Wichita, we have a clear sky, 93% humidity. It is 31 degrees. We're on our way to a high today of 59. Former Wichita Police Chief Gordon Ramsey has joined a couple of current deputy chiefs and a former deputy chief in their claims against the city of Wichita. Ramsey's notice of intent filed Monday is requesting $400,000. He put toward hiring an independent investigator and a public apology from the city to be made to Ramsey. It also states Ramsey's intent to join Deputy Chiefs Jose Salcedo and Chester Pinkston, along with former Deputy Chief Wanda Givens, in calling for City Manager Robert Layton and City HR Director Chris Bezruki to resign immediately. The notice alleges in part that Layton had asked then-Chief Ramsey to show favor and give a pass in an ongoing investigation of a WPD captain who was under criminal investigation. It also alleges that Layton lied to the public and City Council when he denied knowing about the texting investigation, despite WPD leadership personally informing him about the text messages. There's been no response from Leighton R. Bezruki about the notice. The city and WPD say they cannot respond to pending or potential litigation. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Two new COVID-19 variants are on the rise in the United States. According to new data released last week, the BQ1 and BQ1.1 variants are responsible for half the COVID cases in the U.S. They're descendants of the BA5 variant of Omicron, which has been the dominant strain in the country since the summer. The symptoms of the two variants are similar to other variants, including exhaustion, fever, cough, and shortness of breath. Both Pfizer and Moderna have reported that people who get the new bivalent booster shot will be more protected from a severe case of COVID than those who have not been vaccinated or who had a shot long ago. More than 2,300 people have died of COVID in the U.S. in the past week. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Fire damaged a home in southeast Wichita. This was yesterday afternoon, the 9500 block of East Stafford Court near Webb and Pawnee. Fire crews found flames coming from the garage, which had spread to the two-story home. Fire Captain Casey Hauschild says it was a challenge getting enough manpower to battle the blaze. Yeah, we got to have that manpower to put the larger lines in place and move those throughout the house. But once we start attacking the fire with those larger hand lines, typically we can darken these fires down pretty quickly. No one was home at the time, there, uh, and damage was estimated at $350,000. Police are still investigating the case of the four murdered college students in Idaho. The victims' families are beginning to lay them to rest.
Loved ones gathering to remember the first victim of last week's quadruple murder in Idaho. Ethan Chapin, who was just 20 years old, is remembered as a triplet, a devoted friend, son, and brother. His siblings also attend the University of Idaho, as the family says they were all so close. Yesterday, the community joined together in his home state of Washington for an emotional memorial service. Ethan's mother fighting back tears as she thanked the community for their support. Back in Idaho, authorities are still working to find the person responsible for the senseless murders of Ethan, Kaylee, Madison, and Zana. Police are broadening their search at the crime scene as we learn a parking lot and forested area which back up to the house are now blocked off by police tape. And that's Fox's Brooke Singman with that report. One man is hospitalized after he was hit by a vehicle southeast of Wichita. This all happened shortly before 9.30 last night. The report of the crash at the intersection of 47th Street South and Highway K-15 the victim, a man in his late 20s, initially was found not breathing. According to the Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office, a bystander who saw the crash helped perform life-saving measures along with the Sedgwick County Sheriff's deputy who then arrived on the scene. The victim was eventually updated to critical condition about 10 minutes later and taken to the hospital. Investigators say initial reports show the victim had stepped off the curb onto the roadway, not in the designated crosswalk when he was hit. The victim did not have any identification on him, and officers are still working to identify that victim. The Honoré Adversus Foundation announces the this year's Gary R. Sawyer Thanksgiving Smoke event is today. That event will be held in the west parking lot of Cowtown. That will event will see the Honoré Adversus Foundation partner with the Wagon Masters and other sponsors. They are all preparing, cooking, and delivering more than 175,000 Thanksgiving meals to those who are less fortunate. Of course, the Honoré Adversus Foundation involves the Wichita Police Department. That event will start at about 8 o'clock this morning, a couple hours from now, and then they'll deliver all those meals in the mid to late afternoon hours. Will your packages be able to be shipped to you on time? And the big pardon at the White House yesterday to a couple of lucky turkeys. And our full weather forecast is on the way as well as we get underway here on this Tuesday morning of Thanksgiving week, KNSS News Time, coming up on 606. It's 610 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Well, a sign that things may be returning to a level of pre-pandemic normalcy for the shipping industry. With the holidays right around the corner, carriers like the U.S. Postal Service, FedEx, and UPS are projecting to have enough capacity to have most to all packages delivered on time. Industry experts say several factors have played a role in the change, including an increase in brick-and-mortar shoppers and more consumers getting ahead start of those shopping lists. The optimism represents a sharp contrast to holiday seasons in 2020 and 2021, which saw all sorts of supply chain problems. John Saucier, Fox News. President Biden issuing his annual pardon to a couple of lucky turkeys ahead of Thanksgiving. The North Carolina raised turkeys named Chocolate and Chip couldn't hide their excitement hearing the official presidential pardon. I hereby part, yes. President Biden hosting the official pardoning on the South Lawn, where his dog made an appearance from the White House balcony as the president infused some political humor. The only red wave this season is going to be a German Shepherd commander knocks over the cranberry sauce on our table. 
The two turkeys will now return to the Tar Heel State and be put in the care of North Carolina State University's College of Agriculture and Life Sciences. At the White House, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. It's 612 with Steve and Ted here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This morning, traffic, the gasoline prices, well, it's easy enough out there to find three fifteen a gallon gasoline. That's kind of the low end that we're seeing out there. Spot of that near 34th Street North and Woodlawn, also 35th North and Oliver, three fifteen gasoline. Uh, there's some stations that are right around 319 as well, but 315, pretty easy to find. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And let's take a look at our weather forecast here just a couple of days before Thanksgiving. Let's check in with meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a clear sky, quiet start to the day here in Wichita, but changes are on the way, especially as folks are traveling Wednesday night into Thursday. Computer models are indicating more moisture moving in, and that will lead to chances of rain, possibly some snow by Thursday night. Sunny and 59 degrees this afternoon, clear and 38 overnight. Breezy and 56 on Wednesday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Currently in Wichita, we do have a breeze out of the south under a clear sky, 31 degrees with 93% humidity here on this Tuesday morning. Thanks for being with us as we continue here on Thanksgiving week on a Tuesday morning, a couple days out from Thanksgiving. Yesterday, we started uh, talking about a list put out by timeout.com of the worst Christmas songs ever inflicted on humankind. So they say. Right. Yeah. Some of the ones we already covered yesterday, A Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney and Wings, which appears on their best and their worst Christmas songs list. I don't know. Uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Bruce Springsteen. Mm. Yeah. Uh, All I Want for Christmas is You, parentheses, Super Festive, by Mariah Carey and Justin Bieber. Yeah, ah, talk right. About those. All right. right, so we'll continue on this <laughs> list. Uh, number 20, I'm in agreement with this one, too. Santa Baby by Madonna. Really irritating song. Uh, I don't and, think I've heard that and one. And for some reason, that's made it into the mainstream because you hear it all the time. I don't think I've ever heard it, but then again, I don't really go out of my way to listen to. It's just it's just brand very Christmas irritating. Music, so, yeah. uh, she starts in the in the middle. She starts singing the song like Betty Boop. Starts going into some weird accent, which is you know what Madonna does. But yeah, yeah. not my favorite. Uh, that's number twenty on the list. Christmas Conga by Cindy Lauper is number 19 on this list. Uh, I, okay, I got to look this one up. One I, I kind of almost want to hear this one. of the one. lyrics is, Bonga, 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 do the Christmas Conga. Huh. Never heard of it. Christmas but. Conga by Cindy Lauper, 19 on the list. Number 18, uh, Baby It's Cold Outside, John Legend and Kelly Clarkson. I wonder what their beef is with that. Anyway. I, I've never liked that song just... You know, flat out. It doesn't matter who's trying to perform it. It just, I've never liked it. Number 16 on the list, Christmas Lights by Coldplay. (laughs) (laughs) Which could be odd. Here's one. Here's Uh, an oldie. Number 15 on the list is Please, Daddy, Don't Don't Get Drunk This Christmas by John Denver. A little depressing. Yeah, kind of sounds a yeah. little depressing. John has a lot of good Christmas songs. I don't think that's one of them. I think I agree with that one on the list. Yeah. Number 14, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by In Sync. A yeah. 1998 single from the boy band. I can I can see that one being pretty bad. It's kind of forgettable. Number 13 on the list, they put anything involving dogs or cats. You know, the 
Jingle oh, yeah. Barks. Yeah, Jingle Barks, uh, yeah. Cat Meowing, Silent Night. Yeah. <laughs> I Okay, yeah, I'll agree with that, sure. Number 12 on the list, Christmas Wrapping by the Spice Girls. Yeah. Late have, 90s. Yeah. I I would agree with that, probably. Yeah. Not that great. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard it, and I would agree with that. Okay, I'm going to hugely disagree with number 11. Any Beatles Christmas song. Yeah. It, and they, they did the deal with their fan club where they kind of fooled around at Christmas time. Right. I enjoy that stuff, but I'm a Beatles guy. Yeah. I, so I'll disagree with that. I'll, I'll be there with you. I, I think some of those are fine. Now we're down to the top 10 uh, worst, 12 worst Christmas songs ever inflicted on humankind. <laughs> Number 10 is Millennium Prayer by Cliff Richard. Not hmm. sure if I'm familiar with that one. Maybe that's more Great Britain type stuff. Oh, here we go. Number nine. What can you get a Wookiee for Christmas when he already owns a comb by the Star Wars Intergalactic Droid Choir and Corral? That's got to be a part of the, the, from the, the, holiday, uh, the special. holiday special from the late 70s. Yeah. yeah. What can you get a Wookiee for Christmas when he already owns a comb? Huh. Number nine wow. on the list. Uh, number eight, Spin Me a Christmas by Aqua. 2009. Hmm. Mm. That's not ringing a bell no. there. Yeah. Number seven, I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas by Gayla Peavy. Well, I know that one. That's another one you hear all the time. It's a novelty song, which means you don't want to hear it all the time. You only want to hear it maybe once. Sure. But it gets overplayed. I mean, once in a lifetime, not just once a year. (laughs) All right, I'll leave the top six. Uh, That's where we are for now on the list of the the worst Christmas songs ever inflicted on humankind. We're down to the top six, so... We'll, do, we'll get to those as we go throughout the morning. All right, 618 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. And let's see what's going on in sports. And we'll start out with college men's basketball up in Kansas City at the T-Mobile Center yesterday, the 22nd Annual Hall of Fame Classic, Wichita State taking on Grand Canyon. If you went to this game, you know, the T-Mobile Center is very large. It seats thousands and thousands of people. Attendance yesterday, 400. Plenty of room to stretch out. Yeah. You can have a whole, you can not only have a whole row to yourself, you can have a whole section to yourself. Wow. The Shockers in Grand Canyon yesterday afternoon. The Shockers defense stifling. And enough offense to get the job done when you're holding an opponent to 43 points. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole had the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN. Throws it out to Walton over to Porter. Shot clock's down to three. Craig for three left wing. Good! Craig Porter beats the shot clock with a tray from the left wing. Good guy to have the ball in the hands to, with uh, at, what, the shot clock going down. Nicely done as the shocks were getting uh, getting enough offense done to help out and... Others getting into the act as well. Left wing to Porter, left corner Bell, three by Xavier. Good! Yes. Xavier Bell having his best game as a shocker. He now has seven points, and Wichita State has matched its biggest lead now at 11. And the Shocks go on and win it by a dozen. 55-43 was the final score, as Grand Canyon only shot 27% from the field, a team that was in the NCAA tournament last year. Lowest by a shocker opponent in six years. Back-to-back wins for the Shockers. They're now 3-1 and one on the season. In the second half, the Shocks went on a 12-0 run as the Lopes missed 14 straight shots. Craig Porter Jr. leading the Shockers with a double-double, 14 points, 10 rebounds, 4 blocked shots. Wichita State likes playing in the T-Mobile Center. <laughs> They've won four straight games there over the years. And we'll see if they can make that five in a row. The Shockers are playing again this afternoon in the title game of the Hall of Fame Classic. It'll be Wichita State. 
taking on undefeated San Francisco. The Dons are 5-0. and The Shocks are 3-1. and And, it'll be, of course, this is a rivalry that goes back in Shocker history to the 1950s when had people like Cleo Littleton and Bill Russell playing for these teams. The Shockers in San Francisco, their first meeting in 17 years. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hole will have live coverage. Pre-game show at noon, tip-off at 1 o'clock this afternoon from Kansas City. And, of course, listen live to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. Meanwhile, we've got other men's action. Kansas State playing in the fourth annual Cayman Islands Classic. 1,200 fans on hand for that one yesterday. K-State easily beating Rhode Island 77-57. Junior for K-State, Naquan Tomlin, with 15 points and five blocked shots as K-State. It's off to a 4-0 start under their new head coach, Jerome Tang. Interesting matchup today for K-State this evening in the semifinals at the Cayman Islands Classic. Kansas State taking on Nevada. Wildcats are 4-0. Nevada is 5-0. One of the undefeateds will be going down tonight. That'll tip off at 6.30 in the Cayman Islands for K-State tonight. The uh, K- Kansas has not played yet this week, but the men's basketball rankings have come out. The Jayhawks are now up to number three in the nation for the defending national champions in both polls. KU moving up three spots in the Associated Press poll this week. KU even getting one first-place vote in the AP poll. KU is ranked number three right now behind number two, Houston, and number one, North Carolina. We have JUCO men's basketball in El Dorado tonight. Butler Community College with a record of 6-2, and two, hosting Northwest Kansas Tech at 5-2. and two. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of Butler basketball beginning at 7.15 this evening, and that is on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. And Butler basketball will be after the Chiefs' kingdom show tonight. That'll be at 6 o'clock on KFH. Of course, the Chiefs, number one team in the conference, are on a four-game winning streak right now, and they're getting ready to host the Los Angeles Rams Sunday afternoon at Arrowhead Stadium, a game you can hear right here on KNSS. Chiefs' kingdom show, 6 o'clock tonight over on KFH, hosted by the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. And speaking of football last night on KFH, we had Monday Night Football. The first place San Francisco 49ers beat the Arizona Cardinals 38-10. to That game was in Mexico City. On the defensive line for the 49ers, former Kansas State Wildcat Jordan Willis, who played on more than half of the snaps on defense in that game last night. Three wins in a row for the 49ers. They're in the number three spot in the conference right now. That's sports with Stephen Ted. Glad it worked out for them. I remember the time that uh, Kansas City was supposed to play in Mexico City. Yeah, that that didn't go well at the all. Field was all screwed up, and <laughs> they didn't they didn't even go down there. They uh-uh. Playing the game out in Los Angeles. Didn't even make the trip. It is six twenty three with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Of course, traffic and weather is on the way, and learning about COVID nineteen. We'll be doing that for years to come. That's a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Coming up next, Stephen Ted on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning. It is 6.32. You are listening to 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is Tuesday, November 22nd. Currently in Wichita, we have a clear sky, 31 degrees, on our way to a high of 59. Wichita police say a kidnapping in North Wichita on Sunday night came to an end in Oklahoma. The victim was not injured. 
A 35-year-old man told Wichita police he went into a liquor store in the 2300 block of North Amadon just before 7 p.m. While he was inside, a suspect who was identified as 34-year-old Benjamin Brady stole his car with his 6-year-old daughter inside. Officers began searching the area and by utilizing flock cameras and license plate readers learned the vehicle was going south on the Kansas Turnpike. Neighboring counties, the Kansas Highway Patrol, Oklahoma Highway Patrol, and the Tulsa Police Department were notified of the circumstances and the vehicle's last known location. Members of the Oklahoma Highway Patrol were able to stop the car approximately 22 miles south of the Kansas-Oklahoma state line and recover the juvenile at approximately 8 p.m. Brady was taken into custody by the Oklahoma Highway Patrol and booked into the K County, Oklahoma jail for charges from their jurisdiction, awaiting extradition back to Kansas. The juvenile was brought safely back to Wichita, where she was interviewed by detectives from the Exploited and Missing Child Unit before reuniting with her family. Steve Boyer, KNSS News. Residents of the Kansas Masonic Home in West Wichita are searching for a new place to live after it was announced the facility will be closing at the end of the month. Owners say the reasons are financial. Director of Sales and Marketing Jamie Bunch says the decision to close, not ideal. If they could have given the residents and their families more notice, they would have. This is the worst time of year to have to do this. Um, and they, they, they tried to you know, hold off for even a couple more months, but it just, it just isn't possible. The closing will affect about 60 residents. Citing low enrollment, Southwestern College is eliminating eight majors and two minors, mostly in the areas of fine arts. Southwestern says there are 26 students enrolled in eight majors that are being cut, and they're trying to plan out each student's future. Southwestern College says it used enrollment data and the number of credit hours generated to come to those decisions on making the cuts. Those decisions have caused some students to consider transferring to other schools. Living conditions in the Taliban-controlled Afghanistan are getting worse. Another winter approaching. This is according to the International Committee of the Red Cross. The Taliban seized power again in August last year when NATO and U.S. troops left. And immediately, Afghanistan's economy went into a tailspin. Sanctions meant billions of currency reserves were frozen. What's more, foreign aid was mostly withdrawn. The Red Cross is paying the salaries of over 10,500 of the country's medical staff and the organization's Martin Shipp says millions are suffering. We see more and more Afghans who are having to sell their belongings in order to make ends meet and people will struggle for their lives. He says the role of the Red Cross is stopgap but no country in the world has recognised the Taliban regime and there's little prospect of an end to the hardship. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. One of the nation's most popular makers of alcohol is telling a dog a toy maker to heal. The Supreme Court is top dog when it comes to legal cases, and Monday the justices agreed to hear a dispute that pitched Jack Daniels against the maker of a dog toy that has the whiskey maker barking with anger. The chew toy parodies the Tennessee Sour Mash Old Number 7 bottle with similar font, but instead reading the Old Number 2 on your Tennessee carpet. The toy is part of a line of VIP products called Silly Squeakers that mimic popular liquor, beer, wine, and soda bottles. And make no bones about it, the case could set precedent for other parody products. Tom Graham, Fox News. The police department in Garden City is looking into a weekend shooting. It left one man injured, leading to the arrest of another. This was on Saturday. Police responding the report of a person with a gunshot wound in Garden City. 
Officers learned a 20-year-old man brought the wounded man to the hospital. The investigation led to the arrest of a 20-year-old. Believe that the two uh, had some sort of an argument at one of them, one of the suspect's house. Because of the extent of his injuries, the wounded man was flown to a hospital here in Wichita. Who's that girl running around with, with a oon? Rumor mill worrying after the North Korean leader was pictured accompanied by a previously unseen daughter. Well, South Korea's spies think they have figured it out. When Kim Jong-un turned up to a missile launch site with what state media called his beloved daughter, it offered a rare glimpse into the next generation of the ruling dynasty. Ever keen to keep an eye on their neighbours, South Korean spies have told lawmakers she's probably Mr Kim's second child, named Ju A, and aged about 10. The only previous sighting was made by former basketball star Dennis Rodman, who told a British newspaper he'd seen baby Ju A when he visited the country in 2013. This is the first time North Korea has officially confirmed her existence. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. The cost for Thanksgiving dinner has families concerned. The White House is trying to put a positive spin on gasoline prices. A 16-pound turkey is up to 28.96. That is plus 21 percent from last year. A 14-ounce bag of cubed stuffing mix is 3.88. That's up 69 percent. And then just two frozen pie crusts going for 3.68. That is up 26 percent according to the Farm Bureau. But here at the White House. There's a bright spot price-wise for the chief of staff, though. Ron Klain posted this. As you hit the road for Thanksgiving, some good news. Gas prices are falling in most parts of the country sharply. One in ten pumps are below 289. Several states down from Thanksgiving 2021. Most common price is $3.29. And that's Fox's Peter Ducey with that report from the White House. 638 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And let's take a look at our weather forecast here just a couple of days out from Thanksgiving. Let's check in with meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A chilly start to our day here in Wichita in south central Kansas. Temperatures will warm up a bit here this afternoon and will stay that way through Wednesday. But by Wednesday night and Thursday, we're seeing chances of rain rolling under our forecast. It'll be sunny and 59 this afternoon, clear and 38 overnight, breezy and 56 on Wednesday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. And currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the south. We're under a clear sky, 31 degrees, and we have 95% humidity here on this Tuesday morning in Wichita. 639 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And as always at this time, we get good information. It's the Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Ted and Jad. Last week, the five area feed yard sold 74,000 head of cash cattle in our uh, market. The average cash steer price in the state of Kansas was $151.20. That was up $1.35 from the previous week. Now, with last Friday's friendly cattle on feed report, the live cattle and feeder cattle Monday made new highs for the move to the upside and also closed positive. In the past five sessions, February live cattle has gone up $4.60, and the January feeder cattle in the same time periods went up $6.75. Lean hog futures traded mixed and closed positive yesterday. 
On the close, Feb live cattle, 87 cents higher, 156.72. January feeders, $1.85 higher, 182.62. In February, lean hog, 60 cents higher at $90.15. Now, all commodity sectors Monday saw negative trade, especially early in the session, but managed to bounce off their lows. The wheat, corn, and soybeans had some two-sided trading, and only the soybean complex closed positive. Now, the winter wheat good to excellent rating was unchanged from last week at 32%. Kansas is 24% good to excellent, Oklahoma 23 and Texas 19%. Now, the poor to very poor category nationwide is 33%. Kansas is 40% poor to very poor, Oklahoma 41%, and Texas 49%. Friday is the December grain and soy option expiration. At the moment, we've got December Kansas City wheat a penny higher at 935 and a quarter. December corn two pennies higher at 661 and a half. In January, soybeans and a quarter of a penny at 1436 and a half. January crude oil this morning, $1.28 higher at $81.32. December gold, $8.30 higher at $1,747.90. December S&P up eight points at $3,966. December dollar index, 35 cents lower at $107.38. And December Dow Jones future, 66 points higher at $33,801. For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Uh, refresh me again, Tom. You were talking about the crop percentages. What crop was that? That's our winter wheat crop. Winter wheat. Uh, they put out a crop progress report every Monday afternoon. And as most people know, because of the dry weather we've been through, our winter wheat crop in the southern plains is not looking very good. No, those numbers, uh, those numbers didn't bring a lot of joy to me here. No, and it's not good going into the winter with dry weather conditions and a crop in poor condition because that could end up being a winter kill, which means when it comes around spring and the wheat comes out dormancy, it's dead. Ooh, that's not good either. Well, so so what, what you're just telling me what we already know, we need more moisture, right? Exactly. Yep. All right. Well, let's uh, pray it gets here. All right. Okay. Hey, Tom, <laughs> thanks for checking in with us. Have a good day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, Ted. That's the Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Every weekday morning at this time right here with Stephen Ted on KNSS. 642 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. The other side of Fed rate hikes. We'll get more from the Money Tracker with Don Grant. Hey, how about that? He'll be coming up next here with Stephen Ted in the morning. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. with Stephen Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. The money tracker Don Grant will be joining us shortly. Woo-hoo. Now, Stephen Ted, it's time for three big things. Three. One man hospitalized in critical condition. He was hit by a vehicle southeast of Wichita last night at 47 South and K-15. Two. The death toll from a 5.6 magnitude earthquake that shook Indonesia. Death toll now at 268 and rising. 151 people are still missing. One. College men's basketball last uh, yesterday afternoon. Wichita State defeats Grand Canyon 55-43. The Shocks take on undefeated Nevada this afternoon. 1 o'clock on 103.7 KEYN. Three big things with Stephen Ted, 98-7 and 1330 KNSS. Several traffic issues right now. We've got a traffic accident. It's on Rock Road south of 21st Street. Watch for a slowdown in that area. Uh, And we have a stalled-out vehicle. It's blocking the ramp from eastbound Kellogg to northbound I-235. You won't be able to get through there. Uh, Got a call on that one from traffic tracker Kent. So thanks for the heads up, Kent. Again, that's the ramp from uh, eastbound Kellogg to northbound I-235. And remember, traffic accident at Rock and 21st, just south of there. Traffic update, 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And a look at our weather forecast, of course, here just a couple of days before Thanksgiving. We're looking at a high today of 59 degrees under a sunny sky. Overnight low tonight down to 38 under a clear sky. Then we'll have a mostly cloudy day tomorrow, a breezy Wednesday with a high tomorrow 56. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the south, a clear sky, 31 degrees, 95% humidity here on this Tuesday morning. Shop local this holiday season for the whiskey lover in your life. Gift cards, apparel, glassware, all available for all of your gift-giving needs at 579 West Douglas in Delano. I'm talking about the Monarch. What a great place to hang out. Get some great gifts, too. 649 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. NASA's Orion capsule has reached the moon. Whipping around the far side, buzzing its surface en route to a record-breaking orbit. First time a capsule has visited the moon since NASA's Apollo program 50 years ago. The flight, using test dummies instead of humans, uh, represents a huge milestone in the $4 billion test flight that was launched last week. Orion needed to slingshot around the moon to gain enough speed to enter the lopsided lunar orbit, and then there'll be another engine firing that'll put the capsule in that orbit on Friday. 
We're coming up on 650 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And let's remind everyone how the stock market fared yesterday. Stocks falling as investors weigh reports of a rise in COVID cases in China. Energy and technology shares trading lower on news of another lockdown in China to slow down a major COVID outbreak. And Disney ousting former CEO Bob Chapek and reinstalling longtime leader Robert Iger to tackle issues confronting the entertainment conglomerate. Shares higher by 6%. Meanwhile, oil paired losses on a report that Saudi Arabia is eyeing output increases for OPEC. Investors are betting that the Federal Reserve will hike rates by 50 basis points in December as the central bank continues to slow inflation. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. The other side of Fed rate hikes. Or should I say Fed rate hikes? I think I didn't read that very well. Fed rate hikes. All right, let's 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 give it to the pro, someone who actually knows what he's talking about. It well, is the money tracker, Don Grant CFP. Hello, Don. Hello, Ted. That's questionable. And Jad, you know, Fed Chair Jerome Powell is trying to scare the heck out of us, and it's working. Mm-hmm. You know, in hindsight, he may have been tardy raising rates, but at the time, the Fed thought inflation may have been transitory. Remember that word? Whatever that means. Yeah. The Fed's aggressive rate hikes are slowing down the economy, no doubt about that. We've seen the price of homes level or drop because more and more buyers are being priced out of the market because of higher mortgage interest rates. Credit card interest rates are making it more difficult for consumers to pay down their debt. And corporations and municipalities are reconsidering floating bonds to raise money because of the higher rates that they'll pay. It hasn't stopped high inflation yet, but I'm confident that it will. It's slowed it down a bit. There are some of the bad things about climbing interest rates, but let's look at the other side of that coin. Rising rates mean higher bond yields. That means when you buy debt in the form of buying a bond, the issuer of that bond will need to pay a higher interest rate to you to essentially borrow your money. If you have cash that you're parking on the sidelines, if it fits your investment strategy, consider putting some of it back to work. Certificates of deposit interest rates have jumped considerably. And as of this writing, I've seen advertisements for rates exceeding 5% that they'll pay you if you're willing to type your money for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Now, when you buy a CD to, to maximize a return, you should invest only money you can afford to keep tied up until that investment comes to maturity. Otherwise, you may lose some of that promised interest. Municipal, federal, and corporate bonds are paying higher interest as well. When buying bonds, keep in mind that, they, that you will be subject to Uh, you will subject yourself, rather, to interest rate risk. That means if rates go even higher, your bond may be worth less than what you paid for it. Work with your certified financial planner professional who may suggest laddering bonds. That means staggering the purchases in an effort to get a higher average return. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call. Number 634-2222. Just ask for me, Don Grant. Yeah, sometimes it's tough to sort out some of that convoluted It is. It is. Bottom line, there's two sides. You know, it's just like when you buy or sell a stock, there's always a buyer and there's always a seller. Well, when it comes to bonds, when interest rates go up, if you're borrowing money and you're going to pay more. But if you're if you're investing in bonds and you're buying Mm -hmm. bonds and you're going to get paid a higher interest rate, that that can be a good thing for investors. There you go. Got to keep track of that stuff. Exactamundo. Happy birthday today to one of the Monty Python guys. Oh, my goodness. Terry Gilliam. Ah. 82 today. Wow. In your California days, did you ever 
run into any of the Monty Python men? I never did. They were probably hanging out more in England than, than in, in California, although they, I, th- I think a couple of them. I think a couple of them lived there. Yeah, yeah. Who, who was in A Fish Does uh, Called Wanda? Palin? Uh, Palin, yeah. I think he lived in California. I'm I not think sure. Eric Idle had a place there. Yeah. yeah. John Cleason. I think Fish yeah. Called Wanda, too. Anyway, yeah. um, who else birthdays today? I'm trying to find a connection to you. Did you ever work with Richard Kind? No. That guy, he's in everything. Jamie Lee Curtis is 64 today. Wow. Only 64? Yeah, that surprised me. I, I would have. She must have been really young and trading yeah, places. Yeah, she was. Then. She must. Well, she was. She, I mean, she's been in her whole life. Yeah. 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 Well, business. I mean, so with you, sometimes with those people, and... you think they're older than they are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not uh, finding any connection to you. I'm on the sorry. There's today. A, this is not, not like Mitch Holtis and, and <laughs> being able to tie it back. Although some of those are a little bit of a stretch, you know? Well, you know, you, you got to do what you got to do. Well, I mean, there's probably some connection somehow. Somehow. You know, some yeah. degrees of separation there. Oh, 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 I was going to ask you about uh, the Wagon Masters and the, and the big event today. Yeah, well, I, I, I believe today, I mean, we've got a whole bunch, this is a whole work of, a week of turkeys. Yeah, I mean we're cooking um, a bunch of a bunch of turkeys, and I think there's uh, some sort of a competition going on, sort of where we've got other people from the community coming out and smoking some turkeys as well. Yeah, the so. Gary R. Sawyer Thanksgiving Smoke Event out in the West parking lot of Cowtown. Yeah, starting to cook all those turkeys at eight o'clock this morning, and then delivering uh, those turkeys to needy families in the afternoon hour. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an amazing. I mean, if you've ever gone in along and delivered some of that stuff mm-hmm. you you realize how how, how the need it, it is, is out there and yeah. what that what that does and so it's a we're, we're honored to be a part it's, of that it's just like your health hunger is just like your health if you have your health and if you have food on your table you don't think about it right but boy if you don't have those things you are just in well, it's panic tougher mode. than ever now yeah Ugh. yeah so you know help out help out your fellow man help exactly. out the people who are hungry help out the people who are not in good health and Exactly. Those blessings yeah. will come back to you in some form. Yeah. They, they, You know what they always do. You put it out there and it comes back yep, to you. Yep, exactly. Hey, Don, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right, it. we'll catch you tomorrow morning. That is the Money Tracker, Don Grant, CFP, every weekday morning at this time right here with Steve and Ted on KNSS. Hey, we have a big 7 o'clock hour on the way. Of course, we'll talk with Sedgwick County Commissioner Pete Meitzner on our Tuesdays with Pete, and we'll check in, see what's going on at the county. Business, sports, weather, traffic, it's all coming up. 7 o'clock hour on the way. KNSS News Time, 656. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, Investment Advisory Services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS, Fortis Advisors is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.